When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Art of Charm. Learn everything you need to know to crush it in business, love, and life. The Art of Charm is where ordinary guys become extraordinary men. Hey guys, it's time for Fan Mail Friday where I will answer your questions and drop some knowledge and feedback to help kick the weekend off right. If you're new to the Art of Charm podcast, this is not a great place to start. Most of our content is much more in-depth and longer format. So check out the best of at theartofcharm.com slash best or the fundamentals toolbox at theartofcharm.com slash toolbox. That's where we've got the fundamentals of body language and nonverbal communication, attraction, negotiation, networking, and everything else we teach here at The Art of Charm. All right, let's kick to it. Michael writes in, hey, Jordan, why don't you just do a digital boot camp so we don't have to travel? Because we do our residential programs here in Los Angeles. Of course, a lot of people say, oh, I can't make it. I live in Texas. One thing I will say is, listen, we've got guys from all over the world. And oh, and real results requires real commitment. This is what separates mediocre people from high performers. The reason people want something smaller in terms of commitment and cheaper is because they don't really want results. They really just want to feel better about themselves for a little while. You get this little dopamine hit when you buy something small, thinking, oh, I'm investing in myself. But in reality, you're not going to have that many results nor lasting changes from it. Now, I'm not talking about books. I'm not talking about seminars and things like that. But I'm talking about if you get something online and you think, this is going to change my whole life, that is highly unlikely. You get that little rush and those little self-help products and ebooks are like the thigh master of personal growth. You get nothing out of it but another piece of crap for the closet, but you feel like you're doing something about your situation for a long enough time to distract yourself with something else. And since you're not willing to invest in real training, real commitment, something that requires real effort, you might as well just have a virtual marriage or maybe virtual relationships with your friends because that's much easier than focusing on, you know, somebody else. But no, we're not interested in half-assing anything. There are plenty of useless ebooks you can buy on Google and Amazon if you just want to make a small purchase so you can feel better about yourself for a little while. Now that said, there's value in gaining knowledge, but it's nowhere near the same value as gaining skill. And that is what we are selling here at The Art of Charm, a skill set, not a bunch of information. The information is here on the show, and that's why it's free. Mitchell says, I'm 27. I work for a startup that has grown so fast in the past year. I got the opportunity to be the first employee. Because I took your advice, I went out and worked pro bono for four months with the intention of learning as I go. Lately, the company has been taking off and we're looking at bringing in top level business talent to help us grow more. I'm worried that even though I've learned a lot in the past two years, I don't have what it takes to perform at the level of some of these new people. I know it's the best move for the company, but I was the first employee and I don't want to feel useless or be replaced. I'm a strong, muscular guy who rarely smiles. I've worked blue-collar physical labor jobs my whole life. I feel like that part is hampering my business interactions with people as I don't have much in common. This job is the first where I've really got the chance to learn and use other skills, but I feel like others in the industry look down on me for being a dinosaur or not having an MBA. What would your suggestion be, and are there any plans of attack you would suggest for learning as much as possible to keep up with the incoming talent? 
hey man, no one cares about your MBA in a startup. The reason they're hiring these outside forces is because they need suits to do some of this work. If you're the first employee, you've got a role in the company that's probably consistently evolving. If you can be flexible and you can continue to evolve within the company, you're gonna be good. However, if people don't like you because you're a strong, muscular guy that rarely smiles and you don't have roots deep within the teams in the company, well, you gotta realize, man, people buy you. You're different and people can't relate. Now, this doesn't mean you have to give up. You're a minority, but that's on you to figure out how to relate. If people don't like you, it will limit your growth, and it's only a matter of time until you're eliminated. The good news is, what you can do is apply the rest of the skills that you've learned on the show, or anything that you might have learned if you've come through one of our programs, to create relationships, open up, show vulnerability, change your nonverbal communication, and that will be a really good start in order to create the network around you that you need to be resilient inside this company as it grows. So I hope that helps as well. Now this one I'm not even sure is a real question, comes from Sasha, he says, how is AOC different than Scientology? Well, first of all, we offer tangible results. We use psychology, which as we all know, Scientologists hate, and we don't lock people inside the office, kidnap their kids, and nor is the focus of the live program about driving alien ghosts out of your body using science fiction kits. So I'm not sure what you're asking or if this is a real question, but I'd ask you this. How is an investment plan different than playing the lottery? And does Scientology have a money-back guarantee like Art of Charm does? I'm not sure there's a credible comparison here. And uh, frankly, normally I wouldn't read it, but I thought it was a really funny question. So I hope that <laughs> I hope that clears things up. Here's a strange one that somebody sent in. This is uh, from a female. I'm going to keep her name. Well, screw it. Her name is Michelle. She says, my boyfriend doesn't mind buying me gifts, even flights out of town, but he won't give me money to help pay the bills, which is really what I need help with right now. Is that fair, or should he want to help with my bills? I love this question because I think it's really funny. Basically, I'm going to deconstruct this a little bit. First of all, you say, he's been trying to move me into his place since he met me. Well, that would solve your bill problems, right? This is him wanting to help with your bills, but you don't want to live with him. I would ask, why not? You say, I do everything for him that I can show appreciation. I cook, I clean, I entertain his guests, I help him with his work along with mine. Well, it sounds like you already live with him. So if he's offered you a way to get rid of the bills and you want him to pay those same bills, I don't really understand what the issue is. It sounds like you just want the money instead of the actual solution. Do you want independence? If you need that, then you should be independent already and pay your own bills. And you say later, I was raised that a man who loves you will want to see you happy. He thinks all these gifts are making me happy and they aren't. Well, if you don't want these gifts and they don't make you happy, then don't take the gift. Taking them gives the impression that you're okay with him giving you gifts and you're happy with the gifts. I'd say stop bullshitting him. Tell him outright you don't want them unless they're in the form of cash. Now, if that makes you feel sleazy, there's a reason for that. I really don't have any pity for you here. You're in the wrong and you should break up with him if he's not making you happy and you want somebody who's just going to give you cash to pay your bills. Sometimes I'm not even sure if these questions are real, but honestly, I think this one was. Last but not, you know what? I, I'd be remiss if I didn't drop this one in here. A gift is a gift and expecting money is for services rendered. Is that how your relationship works? He doesn't owe you anything, but he likes to treat you to gifts. He's not a bank and you shouldn't expect him to cough up money for your bills. That's your responsibility. And the best way to grow up is to handle that stuff yourself. Last but not least, I get this question a lot. How do I break into the industry as an instructor for dating and other coaching? You know, I've got news for you. Many, nay, everyone who calls themselves a dating coach or pickup instructor or whatever is generally full of crap and has a social life that wouldn't impress your grandmother. 
the TLDR here is don't bother and don't envy these so-called pickup artist instructors because you're probably not missing anything. Even my own foray into this world was mostly accidental. Uh, as other people mention a lot on internet forums and things like that, most instructors or dating coaches, they start by working with an established company, they work their way around for a while, building some cachet and establishing their own personal brand. This usually leads to becoming lead on some project or a product development, which leads to a product launch, and inevitably, usually due to what I'll simply refer to as mismanaged expectations, there's some sort of dispute about who gets what, usually in terms of money resulting from the product, and the instructor leaves taking with him any of his diehard students or fans that he has. This usually leads to him working a day job or barely scraping by, but being free from the chains of his former company. Now, a lot of guys don't want to do this, and they opt to skip the whole process by simply creating a product of their own and using standard internet marketing techniques to market and create a fan base or some kind of niche. And this is probably more profitable, although often these instructors and all these experts online are simply cashing in on their ability to market to people who don't know any better and haven't seen any alternatives to the coaching they're being offered at that particular moment. So I'm not saying anyone who sells something on the internet is a fraud or a scammer, but I will say that guys who start off with one company or start off with the intent to teach people and not necessarily make it their livelihood tend to be a little bit higher quality. Now, that being said, I'd ask you why it's so important to you to become some sort of instructor or online guru. In my experience, that is in my experience in this industry for over eight years, even prior to the release of books like The Game and running what the largest company in this niche industry, the guys, or even outside this niche industry with tangential relationships to the industry, the guys who want to become instructors are 99% of the time, you want to do so because you attach a lot of personal value and ego to the idea of you know being good with people or being good with girls and helping other guys be good with girls. And this is usually, unfortunately, a really good indicator that you're one of the worst guys to learn from because your intent isn't primarily to see your clients grow, but to reap some sort of validation that comes from this. And so these guys often make a lot of mistakes. They get all kinds of emotional when things don't work out for them or if their student gets better than them too quickly, they freak out. In other words, often enough, these guys don't even have their own proverbial crap together enough to mentor anyone else. And as for me, since I know a lot of people are probably wondering, I started learning as much as I could about applied psychology, both the pickup artist crap and otherwise, while I was in law school. I studied everything from jury psychology and body language to deception detection and social engineering techniques from some of the world's top experts. And I began applying that material not only to meeting women, but to the legal profession, networking, and eventually land myself a top market job on Wall Street. And during law school, my now business partner and I had started a not-for-profit podcast, the one you're listening to now, which got quite popular really quickly, turned into a regular show on Sirius XM Satellite Radio, and the resulting listener base kept asking for coaching, which we then provided over the phone until the demand for live coaching forced us to hire and train coaches to service the demand. So eventually, AJ and I both quit our jobs to focus on the resulting company, which is The Art of Charm, and the title of the show you're listening to now. So we never intended on becoming coaches, gurus, consultants, or anything, and we strongly resist being labeled as pick-up anything because it's quite silly and not on brand of what we do at Art of Charm. And we were both really quite surprised when we ended up leaving lucrative careers to run a business like The Art of Charm, not only on Wall Street, AJ was a cancer biologist at a major university hospital laboratory. So my days aren't spent going out and picking up chicks and getting paid for it like a lot of people think. They're spent generating business by creating media that guys love, and girls for that matter, managing clients and students, networking my ass off, and assorted business tasks that are frankly too tedious to list here. 
So guys who think they're going to travel around the world getting paid to meet people and, you know, hit on girls or be some sort of speaking guru, you're either up for serious disappointment or you're going to see your business plateau at barely survival levels and you'll soon find yourself being that guy, a.k.a. the 40-year-old dating guru who can't manage an actual relationship and I'd recommend that you dodge this bullet. In the end, I love my job at the Art of Charm. I wouldn't trade what I'm doing for the world. On the other hand, it's partially an accident that this was as successful as it is. We had great timing, we have a great brand, and we have a great team that works their butts off 24-7 to maintain it. I may be the guy whose face you see on things and whose voice you hear on shows and media that we produce, but the real muscle behind everything that's done is from our business team and the instructors behind the scenes who get a lot less credit than they deserve. I mean, we've got everyone from talented musicians to IT gurus to artists and even have poached back-end business strategy guys from places like Fox and Disney. So most guys who want to become an instructor here have no idea of what this work really is, and they mostly fantasize about how much props they're going to get from students who idolize them and how good that's going to feel. My recommendation is take a good look in the mirror, find out your true motivations, and in all likelihood, you'll be better off just getting a dog instead. Hope you guys all enjoyed that. Don't forget, you can reach me at jordan at theartofcharm.com. I read everything, and I'd love to hear from you. More on The Art of Charm at theartofcharm.com. Now have a great weekend. Get out there and connect and leave everyone better than you found them. Johnny, we know if you listen to the show, you are driven. In fact, we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to recent Indeed survey. We have hired a lot of team members over the last 17 years. Going through endless resumes, well, that's a time sink. But you know what else is a time sink? Interviewing endless people, because they're all going to give you the best face forward. That's why we love Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every single day. Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash charm. Just go to Indeed.com slash charm right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash charm. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Thanks for listening to The Art of Charm. Get more confidence, relationship skills, life hacks, and everything for the extraordinary man at theartofcharmpodcast.com. 